Utah State tonight, rebounding-wise, 36 rebounds. The UNLV's 34 is great. Osibor has to work his way all the way up the stairs. That's the downside of these guys having to uh, walk up all the way here to do postgame. And uh, Utah State finds a way to get it done. Again, final in this one, 87 to 86 in a game that, you know, I always like talking to coaches after crazy games like this because you're like, have you ever been a part of anything like this before? And uh, chances are probably not. <laughs> Tonight, Utah State advances and survives 87 to 86. And the Aggies keep the nation's longest winning streak alive. And joining us now, Danny Sprinkle. Coach, you've been around a lot of basketball. Oh, my gosh. Um, unbelievable. Have you seen anything like that before? Un unbelievable. The, just kind of the way it it unfolded. Yeah, no. I mean, to be to be down four to hit the three, and and they can say that was a foul. Yeah, the dude just clobbered great. Like it, it was, you know. And we we show our guys end of game situations like that. And uh, sorry, I'm out of breath walking up these stairs. Yeah, I but, know, uh, right? <laughs> you know, like even before great shot those free throws. You know, he's had his struggles, and I just said, man, you're like you're built for this. This this is why you came to play at a big boy level. And uh I mean him in the second half, he was huge, but it was it was such a team effort, you know, from Khalifa did an unbelievable job yeah. guarding Boone down there, like at the the his contest at the end of that game. Uh huge. Great in the second half. You know, Josh and Ian kept us in the game in the first half. Yeah. You know, I mean it's, you know, Ian made all those threes, but I thought Josh's points where he answered their buckets where they could have been up eighteen twenty. Like we played I was shocked we were only down seven at halftime, to be honest. Like, we just we had no energy, no pace. Uh, so it, it's a great lesson for our guys to – you can't come out on your heels, man, you know, especially against a team like, you know, UNLV. But, you know, that's a, that's a grit win. That's a culture win. That's a program win. And that's a belief win. You uh, – turnovers were an issue in the first half. Yeah. You limit those a little bit more in the second half. And yeah. I thought I – thought for whatever reason, you know, look, when you – 18 to 22-year-olds – there's going to be nights where things yeah. aren't always clicking. But it felt like as the game went on, you guys got better and better and more dialed in and more – you became the aggressors as the game went on. That, that was the whole deal. And that's one of our deals. I tell the guys all the time, the aggressor always wins. Always. Like, you have to get teams playing on their heels. If you let them punch you first and all of a sudden now you get knocked back, like, it's hard to recapture that, that energy. And so, you know, it'll, it'll be a great lesson for our guys. Um, you know, we did a lot of – I'm trying to think of the word, you know, not so smart things. Yeah. Um, Thanks for not getting know, me in trouble. Yeah. With the FCC, yeah. yeah. You know, that, and it didn't let them get the lead that they had, but like you can't close out to Boone with your hand down. He's too good of a shooter, you know, and, and just little things like that that, you know, that we'll show our guys and, and, uh, you know, we'll get back after it tomorrow. It would have been really easy, too, because every time you'd cut it to one, like you cut it to one, oh. and then Boone hits that straightaway three, and it's four. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like and, – and up here I'm like, oh, man, you know, it must not be the night because every time you get one possession, they push it right back. And it shows the resolve of players to realize, no, we can still do this. We can still do this. And, uh, by the way, props to Darius Brown because those two th huge threes oh down the stretch. I, I mean, mean, yeah. Huge. And he hadn't, he hadn't – he wasn't aggressive all night. He was aggressive a little bit with his, uh, you know, with his drive. He started getting guys shots, you know, after the first 10 minutes. I thought they did a great job, and, you know, and, and Luis Rodriguez, he's a tremendous defender, and he's got size, he's aggressive, and, and uh, 
you know, I mean, I thought he was phenomenal tonight, but I thought once Darius, you know, just said kind of screw it, I'm just going. Yeah. You know, we're not running plays, just go, you know, and that's when things, you know, started to change for us. Uh, I've always, you know, in hindsight, I always like picking coaches' brains on end-of-game situations. So you're down two with about 23 seconds left. I was wondering, you know, do you milk it down to the last shot or do you take a quicker shot and try to give yourself a little bit of cushion just in case you don't make it? And you went with that quick shot. And I I thought, frankly, I thought Greg got fouled on that one too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I got to watch that. I'm not sure on that one. You know, I thought Darius could have got to the rim. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, but we'll take our chances with that and. You know, and then they obviously got the ball. But uh, we knew even if we could score quick, yeah. even if we had to foul them, like we could get a couple traps, foul them, and then we'd, you know, at most it would be a three-point lead, so then we could, you know, have still have 12, 13 seconds to shoot a three. Um, overall, though, again, we always joke about this. You get big emotional wins and you get rewarded with having yeah. to go to the pit on Tuesday. And I don't know if you saw, but they beat San Diego State by 18. Yeah, but, like, that's that's, that's, not that's the like, conference, that's, right? Yeah, and that's what – that's what every team in this league signed up for, you know, and uh, that's why it's, you know, one of the top leagues in the country. I mean, the Mount West is as strong as it's probably ever been. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. Like the pits, oh, it's going to be rocking. There will be 16,000 yeah. there. I mean, it's that's why you coach and that's why you play. You know, you, you play at the big boy level. Your team overall in wins against Colorado State and the win tonight, just elite from the free throw line, um, it really – I mean that was a that was an issue with your team, and now it was. you guys have settled in. And this, I mean, not a huge crowd here tonight, but the weight of the world was on Great Osborne. You mentioned, I mean, the guy's built for that. But to step up the line in probably two of the biggest free throws he's ever shot in his collegiate career. Yeah, ever. No, no question. And uh, it's good. Like he's got to go through being in that situation, you know. And even if he would have missed it, like I'm still proud of him for you know getting in that position to yeah. do that. You're not going to make every single one of them, but. You want to have a chance to, and uh, you know, but like you know, like I said, you know, he he's built for that stuff, man. He really is. I want to uh, I want to circle back on Khalifa really quick though, because yeah. I don't think we can give him enough credit. This game, the San Francisco game, you have him in late moment, second half situations, critical mm-hmm. moments, and defensively, I think that he is really starting to evolve. Obviously, his size is going to be an issue for anybody just being out there on the court, but just watching how he's developing, he still has a long way to go, yeah. but. That young man is really starting to turn into his own end. Well, it is, and and the thing is, is like the more minutes he plays, the more comfortable he's going to be, you know, playing. And he's 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 more built for Mountain West basketball than some of the teams we played in the preseason. You know, if you're playing teams that are, you know, that sometimes play five guards or five small guys, sometimes it's hard. But the one thing he can do is he can guard anybody. You know, I mean, really, he I don't mind putting him on a point guard, and he can turn him full court. Like his athleticism is incredible. And uh, like I mentioned, we don't, we don't. First off, we don't win the game without him. He had, he defended Boone at a tremendous level, but the very last play of the game, uh, he got switched off onto onto their point guard Thomas. Did a great job moving his feet and contesting late. Yeah. And you know, I think on that last play, I think from the looks of it, I got watching it. But it looked, I think they thought we were going to be in our one-three-one. And because uh, when they kind of came down, they weren't, they weren't just racing it up the floor. And uh, you know, we did a good job. Uh, you know, kind of changing defenses to keep them off balance tonight. You went to the zone a lot there in the second half. We had to. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. We couldn't stop them, you know. And and even, like, they made tough shots, you know. And, uh, I mean, that's what they do, you know. I mean, I I had recruited Luis Rodriguez when I was at Fullerton. He's a Los Angeles kid. And I, I know how good he is. Uh, I also We also recruited Jackie Johnson really hard at Montana State. And, 
I, I was hoping they didn't remember. You know, I, I was like, oh, I hope they don't know I'm at Utah State because those two jokers, man, played their butts off today. And, you know, they just do what they do. Yeah. You know, they knock down shots. But, yeah, I mean, we led for the – for the best 8.9 seconds or whatever it was, baby. <laughs> Coach, you can win all different kinds of ways. Yay, man. you bet. Congratulations. Go Aggies. There you go. We'll see you in the pit.